that's why I'm like this project blue beam thing. Exactly. I was like, this is a perfect step into our conversation about project blue beam, which yeah. the pa the pandemic just goes hand in hand with the, with the new world order. I mean, everybody that, that knows that this wasn't about a virus knows that it was because of that. Yeah. Right. At least for some restructuring of a economy at very least if not a complete restructuring of governments, which is where eventually it might go to, or establishments or the way th people move around. Well, it's definitely becoming have. a totalitarian regime real quick. And okay, so like, and that's the, actually the end goal of Project Bluebeam. But like, let's, 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 let's um, summarize what Project Bluebeam is. Okay, so Okay, Project Bluebeam is, I don't, is, was it this one journalist, the Sergi uh, uh, Moonstaff, or was it from another, another source? I know he was a primary source. He died in 1996, and in 1994, he published a paper about, about Project Bluebeam, which he did a right. bunch of research on. And essentially, he said it's like a, a, a step four plan for totalitarian one world government to take over and that they right. would like step one is that they're basically would stage archaeological finds that would make it um that and and earthquakes where archaeological stuff would be found and they would false proof that um that brought like every all religions together like that we kind of got christianity wrong we kind of got muslim wrong we we there's there's actually we're misinterpreting some of our old religions then step two would be right. a space show where they would use this. And this is interesting, but because this is in 1994, and he said they would use laser projection of multiple holographic images um, and that they could be allocating electronic microwaves and every person in society to seduce, seduce societal thoughts if they don't comply. And that there's the um, kind of like the voice of God. So where from the satellite, they can um, project thoughts and voices of every language into your thought space in your head and so basically it's i know it's insane yeah the the thing about that is like they can mind control everybody to like this this thing that happens like you know this the light of the star show kind of thing is kind of like the messiah comes back and this is the scary part too they even talk about like the uh, christian the antichrist well, the Antichrist forms, but they talk about the rapture where they have tractor beams, like the same kind of thing how they do with cows right now, how they can pick up like, um, you know, like for cattle mutilation, how like people see ships like with beams that pick up a cow. It's like they, they're, they could pick up the people who aren't compliant. And it said, and he said something about how like that would happen within the first, um, oh, the fact that the rapture would happen within the first uh within hours of the actual light show happening but anyway so like they would have this big light show where they would have all the religions merge and they would have like the you're, you're right like the antichrist like the emergence of your buddha and your your muhammad and your jesus and whatever and so it would it would really like go to people's religious like sector and then the third way that's what sells it that has that was a huge point actually this the whole selling point is the religion because it said that this couldn't happen without people being on board for um, believing this enough that they're going to buy into this new religion. Yep. Which is yep. basically the new, the one world government, new world order. And then, yeah, the third wave is going to be like, like mind control, two-way thought patterns. Like they can read your thoughts and send you thoughts through satellite. And he said, it would be wise for you to consider how TV advertising, modern education and various types of social pressure are used to manipulate these boundaries that you already have within yourself. Um, yes, uh, yeah, and also that um, he mentioned the, the the chips that would be in appliances and all that. And at that time, there was no, there were no smart appliances. But now everyone voluntarily buys smart appliances. So yeah. that's already happening. Well, and that's the fourth step. The fourth step is like there would be an alien offward world invasion, and there would be like nuclear war strike threats and then they would take everybody's nukes away create a one world government and start phasing out cash and phasing out independence and right. implant my implant microchips 
and then it would be a dictatorship to control people and then totalitarian police state like so that was the whole like boom here's the whole plan of like what's what's going to happen and this is like basically put on by nasa right right well yeah this that that's the big question like when i was reading it it's not that I mean, on, there's one part of me that just wanted to go grab popcorn and watch this whole spectacle like occur if I weren't on planet Earth, you know, I'd be like, oh, this is an interesting movie. And, wow, there's going to be a, there's going to be like a laser light show too. You know, like everything's involved. There's, it's just insane. And there's another part of it is the, the real scary part for me is like that whole brain thing, because you're just like, okay, what? how do you trust in that whole discernment and, and knowing what are your own thoughts and, and that whole telepathy thing. And, and in fact, all this is happening. I think all of these four steps are happening simultaneously right now. Like, I don't think it's going like step one. I mean, yes, it's into step two, into step three, but they're all simultaneously happening. Well, this was warned about in 1994, right? So I obviously- And he was an ex, he was also an ex, okay. There was a, the person that I was watching, I don't know if it was him, the Serge Mons, Monasty or Monast, he was, um, he was a researcher and re- re- reporting about this. There was another reporter, I don't remember his name, but he was from Cal- um, Canada. Canada, right. And he was also killed. They're both died of heart attacks. That was the other thing. Apparently- six years old. At, at, yeah, like Project Blue Beam is really good at killing people with heart attacks. Oh, notice all the people that die of heart attacks who recently died of a heart attack. Right, the Tanzanian president just died of a heart attack immediately after he called COVID bull- bullshit and said that like, you know, um, you can test papayas or goats right. or whatever right. and then like they they come out positive with the pcr test and then yeah he- and that wasn't the yeah. only thing he was questioning he was question he was getting apparently getting rid of people that were uh working in his country that were not from his country because he said well we have enough people employees here from our own country so we'll just take care of our uh, work and we'll pay our own people and i guess other governments did not like that or whoever knocked him off basically yeah i've also heard fidel castro and the president or one of the presidents of venezuela before they overthrew it and it became what it is right now um basically talked about how americans have these projection things where they can make you see what they want you to see and uh, uh i've i mean i do i do hmm. know that there are a lot of tells of um uh the weaponry like there's this thing called the voice of god where that that is like a patent um weaponry that we have where yeah we can project like voices into your head right yeah i mean a lot of ufo people have talked about that and um and then that makes me like yeah i don't know what really well i wanted to go through the steps a little bit but what go ahead do you want to point what i was gonna say is that like well i guess maybe i will end with with well, I'll say the thought now since it's on my mind, but it's kind of like goes back to that when we talked about personal sovereignty at one point, but I remember I was talking about how like the way I overcame fear of seeing other entities or this kind of stuff was was this this whole concept of, I don't care if you're an angel or if you're a demon. Like, I don't care if you are, you know, Jesus or the devil. The thing of it is, is like, and actually I just reread this or listen to this in the Kabbalion, whereas like, if it's an entity, it's mortal. It is mortal. I mean, maybe it's more like lives a lot longer than us or something, but the same point, like God is not a personification. God is within all of us and God is the oneness. God is the all right. and God is like, not a, not a human. It's a personification of something, not a personality. And so anyway, my whole thing was like what you have in in common with whatever this the dark or the light is you are also in existence you guys are in existence at the same time and you do not like especially after reading this whole project blue bream it just really confirmed to me more and more you you are not your thoughts just because you have a thought here or there, that is not who you are. You are the observer of your thoughts. You are what is looking through your eyeballs, watching your life experience happen. And you are like the, the stability within the, the viewer. That's who you are. 
So I think we get really confused because we all have billions of thoughts every single day. And when we have all these thoughts, we start identifying with them. And then we also start doing this hierarchy thing. And I think like, that's what you see within like the channeling community or just a lot of people who are really into religion or not is like, they're really scared of this or like they really trust this or they're, you know, they don't ever just sit back and just observe it, observe and not have judgment and be like knowing that you are the observer. That's who you are. So in the end, even if this comes to pass or doesn't come to pass, or I, at this point, I think like, this is too public. I don't think it would come to pass in this way. Exactly. Um, even though there is even besides project blue, blue book, there is like, um, the head of NASA, what was his name? Van Buren, the Nazi guy who then helped develop the, um, first bombastic missiles. And he helped us get to the, I was, I think it's Van, Van Braun or something. Anyway, on his deathbed, he said, um, you know, beware of an alien invasion because it it will be us acting like, like it'll, it'll be, it's basically all a fake stage thing. And I I also think you, when you look through like presidents, like, um, what's his name? The actor guy, Reagan, Reagan. oh, the only thing that would unite us would be a, 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 an alien. Imagine if there was an alien invasion from above, like how we would all be united as a, as a, as a human family. Right. That was all setting it up. And yeah. And then all after that, I think Bush, the Bush family also was into that whole new world um, order, new world order. Yeah, definitely. I think that's, that was where I started like picking up speed, at least from my generation. It was around before. I think that, 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 that you bring up great points that we have to be careful about our thinking that our thoughts are our own, but actually what you said kind of reminded me of something that I read right in this, which was about the United Nations and it said the United Nations, um, the basis of the United Nations teaching, what? It says no one owns his or her own personality. I don't really know what that means out of context. But anyway, personality. I mean, that's a little bit strange. What? Why is the UN even saying that? And I don't understand why is that, that's a teaching. I have to look yeah. at that in context to understand where that comes from. But... Uh, but nevertheless, it's said, and we have to think that what you're saying, if our thoughts are not really our own, because perhaps we're just receiving, we're in the middle of all these waves and we're picking up on like an antenna on other people's thoughts or whatever is out there in the field, um, then yes, we have to constantly go back to observing them, which is why I think sometimes what, hearing all this makes me just think of the Wizard of Oz again, like there's this big show going on. It's like, oh, all right, there's just this little person behind performing all this stuff and pulling the strings about making us scared or thinking that that, that something's going the way it is. And it, we forget how much power we actually do have. That's where I think that we can stay, stay grounded or clear. And I don't know if you're saying like the rapture could come and like take all these people away. All right, I suppose that could happen, but Anyway, anything could happen if your I mean, imagination brings you there. We just have to be careful of our thoughts. I agree with that. And I, and I, I mean, and I interjected that at this point, at that, this point to just be like, don't get downhearted when you hear this stuff though, because it's like, it's, right, exactly. it's just information to take. It doesn't mean it's true. And it also doesn't like, this could be the plan. Sure. This could have been some diabolical plan, but at the same time, it's like, I, like at this point I'm thinking, you mortal humans would not have this plan because i don't care if you're what dictator you are like this is a very long form long form game one and two like this you you wouldn't you wouldn't what are you going to do like after you die it's like okay cool like they can go back to being independent sovereign beings after i die but while i'm alive they're gonna you know i don't know like whoever would control this seems to be longer lived than us like that would that'd be make be the only thing that would make sense to me why anybody would even want this kind of um any entity would want this kind of power this kind of control and that in itself though is like it's the yin yang thing right like this is too dark this is too in the black that's not sustainable 
it's like it you know i don't i don't even think it would go all the way to that pendulum swing i think it would you know there's things right. that would, would would pull it back to like uh, the other thing that i find interesting um you know um that that whole concept of okay i went to chile like two summers ago or something to see that solar eclipse and when i first landed in santiago it was like i landed and i was like oh i was like looking around there was like this brown haze over everything and i was like man i thought this was in the mountains i thought or i thought you could see mountains in the background and they were like oh they're there that's just air pollution you can't see them and i was like oh okay whatever but i didn't really think about it because that's my first impression i couldn't see the i couldn't see the mountains at all well the it rained that evening and the next morning before i had headed out of santiago to go up north to where the eclipse was you could the andes were like the rocky mountains on crack they're like huge and they were just beautiful i could not believe i couldn't see that the day before they were all around the city of santiago and they were just clear as a bell you could see every single one of them the rain like we act as if like like we can do all this manipulation stuff we're gonna go and we're gonna dim the lights we're gonna put chemtrails and everything and this and that and I'm sure we do do tons of damage and but the reason we have to keep spraying chemtrails or if you believe in that or not the reason we have to keep on doing all of this stuff is because it she herself earth herself has an amazing cleansing process like rain can take any particles in the air and bring it down like we think that we're like such a um all-powerful like species or that like some some like weird government governmental body is going to become these giant dictatorships or whatever but we really don't realize that we have another consciousness that is bigger than us that we live on that trumps any alien or any right. whatever so well, that's yeah fine. we have to get back into the into nature because i think that's that's true about nature having its own consciousness, then water does have its own consciousness and also to do water ceremonies because water does get polluted also bringing all that pollution back down and our water waterways do get polluted. So we have to constantly, not even reprogram them, just tune into them somehow or relate to them or understand their consciousness and um, and how powerful water really is. And what is water? You know, well, that's another, that's another topic for another day. Like water's just insane. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing about this whole Project Blue Beam thing for me is that, well, one of the things is that um, I feel like this is very similar to what the the um, interview with the alien was like, because everything's convoluted. We don't have, we have like half truth. So let's say this whole breaking down of the archeological site starts happening and, um, and these earthquakes start happening and then things get uncovered and things get revealed like there was this ancient, ancient knowledge that, that told us our old religions were not correct and they have proof to show us why. Okay, so maybe that will happen and maybe that could happen, and, but that's probably true anyway because how many people yeah. really think 100% that their religions are actually accurate? So of course they're gonna buy into that because they're already feeling that way. But, well, but anyway, there will never be a, a complete truth anyway. It just won't mm -hmm. happen, which is why we have to, we're, we're, we're in the process now of getting our own sovereignty, like you said, or a power back. And we have to realize how, how our potential really is huge as individuals. So us breaking down these systems, like these governments of religion that are so dogmatic has to be done in order for us to move forward anyway, as conscious beings. We don't need to think that we don't need a replacement religion per se, but we do have to tear some of that away, at least from our own mind, in order to grow as individual, as sovereign, collective beings, as, as human to well, the next step. So I, I, when I see some of this stuff in the Project Beam, I, the, the, I, I don't feel as it's so like bad per se, because I think some of this, I mean, the way it goes about doing it is, don't get me wrong, right. but I do think like some of these things actually have to happen in order for us to go through our, our evolution or our consciousness. I agree with that. And I also, when I was looking at the, uh, the archeological thing, I was like, what, what, 
what we currently understand as our history isn't correct. Like there is so much of the world that is still like, look at the Guatemalan basin with 60,000 structures unexcavated. Like, I mean, or, or more, I mean, you're talking about like, I used to think when I was a kid, like everything that's old has been found. Like, no, it hasn't at all, at all, at all. I mean, right. And what's below the oceans on the ocean floor. We have no idea. So much exploration to be done there. I mean, there is, there was stuff before our biblical times. We we didn't start 6,000 years ago and that's it. Like exactly. Then we've been around way longer than we've been told by the, uh, by the official narrative. And there is like much, a lot of evidence of us being advanced at some point and then losing this from whatever being or whatever. I mean, for me, the scariest bit about this one is that even in the nineties, apparently, and then we also, that video you sent, you sent me a video with, I can't remember what the guy's name was, but it was on Facebook. I'll try to link it here, but right. I don't know if it'll work for everybody. Cause it, it wasn't yes. in the Facebook link, but, um, some guy, I wish I could remember his name right now, but anyway, I'm bad with names. So I don't remember. I know, I'm bad with names too. Yeah. He was the ex CIA agent. Ex-CIA agent claims he's basically like a man in black and he would go and personally kill UFO yeah. researchers or people who are researching this in depth, like in the, like, uh, you know, earlier, I don't know, that that one Samantha girl that he claims that he personally killed and that she still haunts him because he the, the right he said like it's kind of like Man in Black where they had that little pin that, or, that was like look here after he killed somebody he just was zapped and didn't remember anything and he was also yeah. he was also brainwashed into doing it so he just was programmed it was like him right, being but programmed he could kill to do him it. in a natural way like he could he could kill him with, with um, the heart attack thing that with the heart attack thing so the heart attack thing is pretty interesting makes me wonder if you wore like um shielding fabric all the time if that would help at all i don't know um but then also uh yeah it really helps or really makes me not trust like first of all i've had blue balls come into my light or come into my room to talk to me before like i've had them talk to me telepathically i don't know that i can trust that anymore like can you trust your dreams like can you trust your thoughts like what can you trust it sucks exactly and also i almost feel like some some of this is almost science fictiony to where um it's almost like we might be giving too much credit to a science fiction writer right it's true well that's that's another good point which is why i think it's like um interview with an alien where there's so much convoluted information and half truths i can't help but remember this one line from the book that was like we have half truths and distorted information that we're we're going on and that's what we think is our history and the kabbalion it talks about half truths how about everything in your reality will be a half truth right so so then yeah what can you believe exactly well i guess i think something that came towards the end of this and some of my research for it was that okay yeah we have to remember to go back to ourselves so if we if we're if a thought comes into our mind just like you were saying if something comes into our head and we have to look at it evaluate it just observe what it is and if it doesn't really resonate with who we are, then just let it go and just keep passing it along. Like we have to really be aware of our thoughts. The other thing is we have to step up the we have to step up the game. I mean, myself included, I feel like, okay, yeah, live a real virtuous life. It doesn't have to be virtuous boring, but in that, you know, what what are we doing and how we're treating our bodies or things around us, just being really aware of that. I, and changing our lives. Oh, this was interesting. So after I read all this information, I just, I'm like scrolling through Facebook and I had Michaela Sheldon's, she's a channeler, um, feed. And she was writing, she wrote about how she was doing a course with younger, not children, but maybe they were teenagers. And somebody proposed the question, like, how do you know, like this channeled information? How do you know, like pretty much like, how do you know where it's coming from? And you know, how do you know what this is, what this information is? Like, how do you discern? And so she said, well, this is a really good question. And she said, before she started channeling, doesn't make it necessarily true, but before she started actually channeling, channeling, she changed her lifestyle completely. Like she went vegan. She actually, I don't know if she went vegan. I'm sorry. I don't want to misrepresent her, but she just changed her lifestyle. Remember saying something about getting getting organic food, changing her water. Exactly. And that 
and that and and then she was like constantly making sure that she was like staying with with her, her highest self but how do you know what these entities are that you're now channeling and that that point was brought up with this whole project blue beam thing because all these people are starting to channel now all of a sudden there's like every other person is a channeler where are they getting this information from like who's feeding them this information it's very it's very it needs to be looked at it needs to you should be always asking these types of questions and i and i do feel like um discernment your own truth it's like that like a lot of like a lot of people have talked about this in terms of like you can do um muscle testing where you kind of can mm -hmm. but, but for me how my body reacts that like i have i definitely i notice a and i think i've talked about this before but like i notice that like if if something's it feels true for me i get a bodily like like opening in my chest yeah. It, yeah. it's almost like i'm like oh really tell me more and yeah. then if i don't really resonate with it it's like my body knows before before me and mm -hmm. i i'll find i'll find like a almost like a pushback or like a my shoulders will kind of go like oh true cool. so how did you how did you react when you when you started reading this material um like did like your body i said do like, anything? I, like also another thing was um even in the article that this um, Sergey wrote before he died, or the presentation that he did, he even referenced Dr. Uh, Robert Becker, who did the Body Electric, which I've read that book, and it is a very amazing book, and I hope everybody reads it. And it, it, I really do. Even like when you look at the works of Tesla or whatever, like we are electric beings. Our cells split at certain frequencies. Like we are basically frozen light. That's what we are mm -hmm. as existence. Like if you want to break it down to the base root. Um, so he talks about um, kind of like some experiments that he did. So what rang true for me was that their ability to do these kind of um, like maybe this is some of the stuff that was hidden of Tesla's like maybe like the radio waves that can talk to you from the satellite or maybe like like so they can control our thought voices like I don't know to what extent that sounds like if it sounds like there's a loud voice in, the, in your room and you're like what what or if that's I don't know what but um so for me kind of like those technologies I I personally the whole antichrist thing like calling it antichrist too like eh, that that didn't really resonate with me also part of that didn't doesn't feel true that it's going forward because as a collective human society i feel like we are way less religious than we have been in many many years like this decade we've become way more into well i believe this versus i believe this you know um i've even seen from the time i was 15 to the being 38 years old, I've seen a huge transition in how effective religion is on the collective. It's not, doesn't have the stronghold that it used to for whatever reason. So for me, that didn't, the, the antichrist thing didn't ring true. The alien invasion, I feel like they've, they've done a lot of testing with that. Like I look into that all the time. I, people just don't give a shit. They don't give a shit about archaeology either. Like I know some cool stuff that's happened. People just don't care. Like I have a, one of my friends from high school. Um, she's from Bulgaria, and there's a really cool like Roman temple, like um, not too far from her house there. And I was telling her like when I went to visit her, she like didn't want to come. So her brother uh, took me, and we went and visited this really cool ruin. And she said boring. Like she's never even been. She doesn't care. It's like the most well preserved, like amazing little Roman town and it's just like no one goes there and their call us their like auditorium is just perfect in perfect condition just um and yeah you're like living history and i'm yeah. like oh my god this is i didn't even know one this beautiful exists it's in like plavuk or like around plavuk in bulgaria and um she's just like oh like boring like any time i mention anything about archaeology it's just like that's like from old dead people. She's like, doesn't matter. That's that. And it's not, I'm not picking on her. Yeah. I'm just saying, good luck trying to get people to be like, oh, oh, ancient texts that, what do you think Dead Sea Scrolls are? Like, what do you think like the Pistis Sophia or, 
or you know some of this other like all these books that they did take out of the platform people don't give a shit they're not going to really research things further true but maybe they just changed their tactics a bit along the way because i do think we are going we could be going down the slippery slope of totalitarianism right or at least transitioned it to the virus and other ways yeah well that's partially it and also the fact that we are losing our religion type of thing and we're not so fundamental although there's still some pretty strong fundamentalists um or very strong religious people whoever they are I just but usually I bet don't not compare to the 1950s or something like I bet you if you took um the at like like uh on average like the person from yeah maybe like 1940 or right 1900 versus... but I think that that's that's the point so people are becoming less religious in that sense but wouldn't it be wouldn't it be good to give them a new type of religion now whatever this is like whatever this thing is they he kept calling it, it um in that article the oh, the new it was the new age i guess they called it yeah the new age religion universal new religion, religion. Well, i guess that's here so that is so that is like it's already start. it is happening whatever that means and it's weird because i'm like wait a minute like i'm i i like fall into this category like what all right i i, I don't know i guess when it comes down to it, we're all part of this earth and there's no way to escape it so any of these things that are coming up we're just part of it whatever it is at whatever level however much you want to get involved i do i I do think that um and i've definitely been really um uh conscious with myself especially i don't know when it started if it was just like a couple years ago or something or maybe it's been kind of slowly going up i don't watch tv at all i don't watch right i I. don't really watch movies anymore every once in a while i watch them but i also do this thing where like I know that they can program us and I know that they are programming us. And I know that like, exactly. I don't want these people's influence on me. Right. So I, I will be like kind of putting up protective shields before I watch everything like, and to like, make sure that I'm discerning about like what's being, what's being fed to me and why, what's the motive yeah. behind what they're trying to, to say to me. Um, right. so I watch everything like that and it just makes it kind of less enjoyable to be honest. Like I, I don't, I don't preach to everybody to be like me or to be like this, but my entertainment is research, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, well, it, it's more, it's definitely more interesting. I don't watch movies or TV either. So I always feel out of the loop when people t- talk to me about series they're watching or whatever, but I do find it interesting that occasionally there'll be a series that somebody will talk to me about and it's some kind of science fiction or it's some kind of uh, new reality. I think there was one, I forgot the name of it. It was about the, the it's a series of these women, these women who are, um, who are really, like forced to to dress like an old way and they oh I think they, yeah 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 it's um like there's polygamy and uh, i don't spell. remember right right okay I so that. i never okay and i never read it i never watched it and then i'm just really like horrible, oh wait but-, but there are these things going on in these societies like oh it's so so some of what's what people are watching the science fiction even that that's actually coming up a lot in some of the research that we're doing anyway. So there is a lot of overlay and think, well, those people have watched that or have influenced it in some way, or they're writing about it. And we're finding that or whatever comes up in our research, it's still overlap. It's almost like pop culture in a sense, even if our research, not, not to say that you shouldn't research. I definitely think that that's the best that you could do because at least you're choosing and trying your hardest to find information that's interesting to you rather than having it being fed to you. You go to seek it out rather than to just be passive about it in a sense. What they want to give me. But yeah. Well, you know, but anyway, I just think that was an interesting It's It's weird because I do feel like they feed us small bits like that concept of um you know the vampire where it's like they have to be invited in so it's like you have to like if you're gonna get if you're gonna use this app you have to agree to their terms and conditions it's like you have to agree to let them in so i kind of feel like there is definitely a vampiric type sense um where you have this um this like we're going to slowly give you little bits of information. Like I was thinking when I was reading this, um, this project blue book stuff today, our project blue beam was um, 
what's that spider-man movie okay it's it had jake gyllenhaal and it's like a, the newest spider-man movie i watched it not too long ago but basically spider-man goes on a europe vacation with his friends and uh or his classmates and he just wants he just wants to be a kid he wants to be a teenager he doesn't want to be spider-man when he's over in europe but then they keep on doing all these there's a an alien threat in all of the towns that he goes to and it ends up being like Jake Gyllenhaal is kind of like the villain in it or whatever, but he's, it's a projection show. And even Spider-Man is duped. He doesn't know that it's a projection show until like he figures it out at the end, but their, their, their technology is so amazing. And what they're looking at in the sky really does look like monsters and beams going down and things blowing up. It's like a giant stage show, but he doesn't even, he doesn't even know it. And he finally figures yeah. it out later on. And you're kind of going like, it's weird that they kind of feed us little bits and pieces of this in a lot of different media. What right. I thought was really scary about The Handmaiden's Tale, like I read it um, and I actually listened to it on audio back in like maybe five, I was in Peru, like I was like in 2016 or 15, uh, which I was surprised they made a TV series out of it. Actually shouldn't be surprised because it's depressing as hell. It even ends depressing. It doesn't have a good ending. Um, but anyway spoiler alert so, um say that before, say that before. <laughs> yes. spoiler alert does not have a good ending uh it it it's basically like they take modern day today and then all of a sudden like they just like repress the women right and so how they do it is they the first thing they do is like she goes to like pay for just like a purchase at a store and her credit cards are declined and everything's declined and they like they they their bank accounts are just one day here next day completely gone and so like they have no resources to even get out of town to even get gas to go anywhere or they can't even leave if they wanted to like she goes to pick up her daughter from her from school and she's not allowed to and she like you know she can't go anywhere because her kids taken from her her money's taken from her her husband like comes home and is like wait what what's going on and it, it's it's a really sick story like um and i i guess the allegory is maybe to show how women used to live i'm not really 100 percent sure what the allegory is but the the problem is is that you have stories like this and when you listen to them or watch them or whatever use your discernment and also be like what we think about and what we put our energy and our focus on grows so i find it bizarre that um i don't know i was i was i was talking to some family members today and they were obsessing about some murder cases or some murder show or whatever do you know how many murder series there are and miss these mystery murders this is like not yes i realize there are some some sick shit that happens in the world i get it but you don't need to know every detail of how that happened and how they exactly like i don't even think that's healthy for your soul to get i know and that involved and that that obsessed with something that's sick and then i'll ask i'll be like why is this fascinate you like no judgment just like honestly why does this fascinate you and it's just like well i don't know it's just so right you know, i can be discerning about yeah, i don't people are into it yeah they're really into it well it's that's programmed yeah. into us from a very early age and it's exactly. a good portion of the percentage of what's out there is a murder mystery right exactly well people like a good mystery a good mystery to solve and then yeah then they became gory and bloody and people like crime and stuff i don't know i don't know why i i have never been able to watch it whenever i watch tv with mom she likes crime shows and detective shows and whatever and i never ever liked them well maybe for like a very short time but then i was like well i don't like this anymore like it's it makes me not feel comfortable i don't like seeing murder i don't like talking about it i don't like 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 you said it's bad for the soul it just didn't sit with me so i just always had to get rid of it and even movies like that like those type of action movies that are constantly shooting stuff and i just don't like it like i don't know i guess it's what sells and that's and you're right it is programming you know and the thing is is like i used to just be like and i'm still gonna say like teach their own i'm not judging you for liking this but what i am saying is that you need to be like this is a spiritual school 
like this incarnation, right? You need to be building yourself, not tearing yourself down and that, and start thinking about that and what you consume, because that's, it's not just consumption of things we input into our body. It's also like what we put into our eyes, what we yeah, put into, into our, our mind for you sure. Know? And like, yeah, people like can dog on me for cussing or something. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's bad, but I'm talking like, like, I, I don't, yeah. Like I, like you said, I don't want to watch slasher movies and things. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to normalize people in pain. Right. Exactly. That's what's happening. The normalization. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. I, I think it, we have to, again, cause I always want to think, well, what can we do? Because then you feel so powerless, but we have to go back to taking responsibility for our own thoughts, our own actions. And even if these thoughts are being whatever thrown around and all these or, or targeted toward, you know, to mass populations or even if that is a possibility, then, okay, then we have to just re-establish our direct sent, our, our direct connection to source, to God, like you said, that's it within all of us. And we all have our birthright. We can't forget our birthright, which is to, to live as a sovereign being because otherwise we're just kind of giving up the fight or we're just handing it over to someone else. So even if there were ever this whole world totalitarian state that might unfold at some level. I mean, first of all, I think that they're just, I'd like to think in the whole 5D consciousness and that that's just not gonna happen in the world that I'm gonna live in, but who knows? But at some, in some way, you again, there's still something there. You, you still have power. You, at some level, at some level, it's not like you're a complete victim to everything well, of circumstance. And I do think it is the thing where, you know, okay, thoughts aren't you, but thoughts are still powerful. And also thoughts can, you can create thoughts. You right. can, you know, they don't just have to come to you. And you that's right. You can still create your, your, your creator, internal self-creative. Exactly. And I, and I noticed like within meditation teachings, there's a lot of them that try to talk about like, watch what comes out of you versus what comes into you. Like, and really try to learn that within yourself. So I, yeah, I think, um, lately I've been thinking about, well, why don't we just think magically? Like, why don't we think about, you know, doing um, able to whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Being just, able to like, fly do, or whatever. Magical, yeah. Do magical, like thinking, think of ways to clean up the air, make everybody healthy, just build immune systems, like take away bore, like take away whatever it is that you don't think is is beneficial to humanity. Like, let's yes. just build it, exactly. yourself, build it yourself in your head, start, start projecting and putting more and 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 more of right. that stuff out because that's actually, how we become powerful. And, those, and actually that's a good point because like, I didn't, there's some part of me that just doesn't want to go over this whole blue beam thing and just be like, ah, you know, it's so big. It's so crazy. But then there's part of me that just wants to get it out and be like, okay, that's great. I'm just going to like, you know, okay. I ate my popcorn. I watched that story and I'm just going to put it over there. And now I'm going to live my life and constantly go back and put out my good thoughts and put out my good vibes and receive my good vibes from other and from my source light. And that's, that's as much as I can do and live my life. But well, not get, but like, the, crazy the about good it. thing about this though, is like, okay, we're aware that there is claims that there is technology that they could project a giant light show of, of, and you and I have seen UFOs together. Right. So, I mean, like we right. know that something is going on. Okay. Well, so we can, we can back that up in, in many different ways, but it, it is one of those things where I think that it, this is a way learning about this stuff as a knowledge base, not necessarily taking it in and living with it and making it our truth, but knowing that it is something in the background of what we have in our knowledge base makes it to where we can build our discernment. So that's a good tool. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Especially if there were, I mean, this year is big, right? Everyone's been talking about people in astrology or people just in general. There's already, it's coming out in the news already that all these disclosures are happening around um, aliens and contacts and all this thing. And they're saying that, okay, this is 
from what I heard the rest of the year is going to continue in this direction. So there is a lot already coming out in mainstream about this. So my question is, well, why? What's the objective? Is this the objective to, to warm us up to this whole alien invasion um, thing? Um, and what is that going to look like? So there, there's that part of me that like, okay, if that, if that show happens one day, not just to be aware that, okay, not, not to say that it's a hundred percent like blue beam, because I don't think everything is. I do think I, I, I absolutely well, I believe that there are, there's well. actual other beings. We're not the only being here. And there are other beings that are light beings that are working with us or for us or our future selves or whatever it is. There's so much we don't know. I don't think it's just completely constructed in this negative way here. So I don't want to think like, oh, you know, everything I see is fake because that would not be good either. But you're right. It has to be back to the discernment, maybe, I guess, doing muscle testing, figuring out what's right. That's also a very good point, though, that you brought up about the, are they trying, like, what's the motive of this happening? Are they trying to say there's going to be an exactly? And I want to assure everybody, even though, like, you don't ever take anybody else's recommendation, like, make sure this is in your own discernment. But they've been here forever. There are, there are, lots of stories from the, yeah there are t- there's stories from okay ancient civilizations uh, ancient cultures civilizations, there's the vimas from india you right. have like there there's luxembourg or nuremberg germany um battle of 1514 there's like 1890 um aurora texas like there has been yeah this has been going on for a long long time before we even had airplanes had the, any kind of yes long time they've been here whoever they are i think at this point i don't think they're from outer space i think they're a breakaway inner earth civilization that's from like a past ancient civilization whatever maybe that's not true but that's where i'm at at this current state in my time maybe it's time traveling that could be a thing too i don't really know but end of the day if they wanted to come do an independence day like yeah buddy we're gonna take over the world and just like signs or something like the movie signs that's not going to happen. That's like not ever going to happen. It's there is nothing to fear within the alien thing unless it is a Project Blue Beam where it's our own governments or our own human beings trying to impose as if there's something else. So don't worry about it. It is not ever going to be the way that it's projected onto you to be. Okay. Closing thoughts. Oof, it's tough. It's a huge topic. I think it's important to bring to people's attention and people are aware that this is a possible thing that's real, that's not conspiracy, that's actually in existence. Although it may be at different levels because again, this is from 1994 um, or at least that was the last big exposure of it, I think. Um, That's my understanding. But I don't want to leave everybody feeling bad about it. I do think that we have our own, um, we have our own self empowerment, and we have it's just our birthright. So we have to go back to not being afraid of what's said with all this, and realizing that that we we can't just get stuck in the negative there and go back to whatever practices work because even if there's all these, this thought and mind control happening, we still have, we still have our own mind. <laughs> We're not going to lose it completely. It's our right. I, I, well said. I like that too. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I just think, um, I think I've said like what, I mean, basically be, be, um, look up always be discerning on what you see, uh, be discerning about the thoughts that are coming into your head. And, um, you know, also realize that you are a sovereign being and that, uh, and this is within anything in life, uh, go back to, go back to you. Okay. Nothing is, is higher or lower than you. Like the, stop playing the hierarchy game. Just, just be you. Okay. Um, and I think that, that will, will be, that's a nice little bow. Yeah. Just be you. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Genetic. So one, another way that I feel that we can help protect ourselves from all this is to increase our, our, our heart mind um, connection, which is what a lot of people are talking about right now. Like all the big uh, Joe Dispenza and sorry, um, Bruce Lipton and 
the HeartMath Institute, what all the work that they do. And it's to increase our magnetic field around us because the more that it's amplified, then first of all, it has a really good effect on others and what's outside of us, but it protects us as well. So we have less chance of illness, and we have um, less chance of foreign invasion, maybe. So that is something important. Yeah, and grounding, like getting the electrodes of the actual earth um, uh, on the bare ground into your, like there's, there is scientific proof that that helps with inflammation. It also, and I also feel like it, um, it, it kind of centers you and grounds you into coming back into your own self. Cause we do live in it. We do live in an artificial way with, with tennis shoes and with like being so separate from the actual earth that we're part of. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just put like, when people say, yeah, I just need to be a little grounded. That literally means like as an electric being that we are, you need to ground your electricity to the earth, mm-hmm. you know, not as hard as difficult as that is. But I feel like, I feel like um, also I do think that if, if weaponry can be um, created that can do all these projections with electromagnetics, um, then so can positive stuff. And right. we should all maybe start looking more into whatever that is, whether that's scalar waves or um, bio-tuning things or certain frequencies. Um, in fact, I was listening today to a podcast on the, um, the Mysterious Universe about, I think it was called Plant something it anyway he goes into how you know there's been studies of playing certain notes circuit frequencies to plants and like some of them will grow or not grow or certain music even like they like Bach and like classical Indian music apparently and they don't really particularly care for rock and roll um and you can kill a plant or make it thrive based on it's kind of Dr. Moto's work too you know like the the Frequency, frequency matters. Yeah. Yeah. Frequency matters. Tunes matter. Sounds matter. And we're going to find more and more of that going forward. So keep your mind's eye open to that possibility. And like, let's try to figure out ways in which we can use that positively rather than against us as a mind control thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's good. It brings us back to self-empowerment, no matter what's happening. Yeah, and turning it off, turning off the news, definitely turning off electronics when you can, and that helps with the grounding. And also, um, I mean, eating well and all that kind of thing. But oh, I know, how are we going to increase telepathy? Because you know, you and I talked about this in the past that we wanted to practice telepathy and sending messages and all that. And also, like, well, well, yeah, let's just stick with telepathy. So, how do you think knowing this information now? Has that changed anything about your desire to learn telepathy or is it going to yeah, um, change anything on it? In fact, I think it would be, it, this is even, sure, it shows us it's possible. That's another thing with Bluebeam. Uh, they talk, you know, the, the two-way communication and that we are, like, we are telepathic in nature. Like, they basically admit that or if that's true, or I mean, you know, whatever, if this isn't just science fiction. Um, so it makes it to where, yeah, like, I mean, me sending you a telepathic message is not going to be a negative. Me- I mean, I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like we need to practice more. We need to get better at this.